0: Twenty or 30,000 more in the outlying towns and farming settlements that ranged for 50 miles in every direction. From the beginnings of the Euro-American city of St. Louis, some of the biggest and most important ancient American monuments were leveled to make way for new developments. Twenty-five mounds were destroyed in St. Louis before the Civil War, Forty-five more were taken down across the river in East St. Louis shortly thereafter. Scores were lost in Cahokia proper, including the second largest, removed by steam shovel in 1930. In the 1880s, most people knew that the ancient earthen mounds being destroyed were the works of human hands, but surprisingly few suspected they had been built by American Indians. Some believed that a lost race of civilized, non-Indian mound-builders had constructed these impressive tumuli, like those all along the American frontier west of the Allegheny Mountains, down the Ohio Valley, and dotting the Mississippi Trench. These mysterious mound-builders, they thought, must have been wiped out by the later warlike American Indians, or perhaps they migrated to Mexico, to found the great civilizations of the Aztec and Maya what remains of Cahokia is 3200 acres of great pyramids spacious plazas thatched-roof temples houses astronomical observatories and planned neighborhoods suffers from deterioration the core of the site is preserved within a state park The rest is wedged between modern highways or buried beneath factories and houses in the greater St. Louis metropolitan area. Much has been lost. Much has been lost. Perhaps this is why few people, even few archaeologists, have a full sense of this American Indian city and its place in world history. Although a complete picture of ancient Cahokia may never be possible, archaeologists continue to study, make discoveries, and reinterpret what is known about the city and its influence on surrounding areas and future generations. Their findings call into question some long-held beliefs. For instance, that ecologically sensitive, peaceful, mystical, and egalitarian peoples freely roam the North American continent never overpopulating or overexploiting their environments, or that these peoples were not subject to such base human emotions as avarice, greed, and covetousness, and thus could not have built cities or allowed power to be concentrated in the hands of elites. What is exciting about the archaeological discoveries at Cahokia is that they point to an alternative interpretation that a Big Bang occurred there, in which an abrupt burst of large-scale construction created an unprecedented American Indian city. What does this Big Bang mean? It means that political and social change happened here quickly, effected by visionaries who shaped events and influenced a group of people in a profound way, and that this influence spread to other areas at that time and to later cultures. Underlying this interpretation is the idea that all people everywhere actively make history. The lives of all the people of the past and all those living shape the larger world. Even choosing inaction has historical implications. Civilizations can rise and fall, to adapt Margaret Mead's famous quotation, as a result of the actions of a small group of people combined with the inaction of many others. Making sense of these actions and inactions can be a difficult task for archaeologists, who must distinguish between how people lived and how they wanted to be perceived as living. Cahokia's Big Bang is a case study in how people can combine to create great historical change. Cahokia may be a powerful example of such a process, but there are others. Take, for example, the case of Spiro, Oklahoma. In 1933, a group of men formed a company to loot the large mounds of this pre-Columbian town in what remains a sparsely populated patch.